Hi guys, this is Walter. And Tiki. Coming to you from True Ghost Stories from Real People. Five Real People. And we are joined today. We are making this segment with my kids. Say and my goddaughter. Makai. And I want y'all to say y'all name and y'all age. Starting okay. with you. I'm Makai. I'm 14 years old. Hello everyone. I'm Miracle and I'm 13 years old. You were very mature for that. <laughs> um, hello guys. Um, I'm Premier and I'm eight years old. I'm so bad you had to think of your age, but that's perfect. <laughs> so this time, we've decided to let the kids tell their own personal ghost stories. I mean, real ghost stories. Because like I said, my kids have had experiences themselves, and I will let them tell you their own personal. So we're going to open it up with uh, Makai, a.k.a. Wet Baby. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'm cool with that because I do wear glasses. Okay, this is the story I had when we, were, when we still lived in our old house with my grandma. But, okay, this is when I was spent a weekend over there by myself. It was just me and her. So, like, I was, okay, so this was like, again, I walked to the bathroom, but this wasn't like really, it was kind of like a ghost story. Okay, so I went to the, I got up to go to the bathroom, and like sometimes I would go downstairs in her refrigerator and get something to eat, because I'll yeah, be hungry in the middle yeah, of the night. No, don't say sometimes, <laughs> all sometimes. the time. All the time. Because I was hungry in the middle of the night, and when she would eat, she would eat, and then I would be like, can I get some more? Because she would be like, no, go to bed. And so I would just come back down there. I would just go back down there when she was in her room watching the news and just get some more. So I went down there and I'm looking in the freezer to see what she got. And she had just went food shopping, so she had a lot. So I was just thinking, I was just thinking, what do I want? And I was just looking for it. And I looked down at the floor, like, cause like I felt something, like it was somebody was looking there, so like looking at what watching me. So I'm just standing there, trying to think what's happening. And I looked down and it's like two shoes just sitting there. And they brown and like the shoelaces look just they look kind of like they kind of they was look kind of striped, uh-huh, but they I were all black. About, I've seen that as well. And I'm just standing there, so I back up and like I push the refrigerator and the freezer door open a little bit because it slowly closed. I mean, like I push it back towards what was standing there, and then I back up slowly towards her microwave. And the door in the uh, refrigerator door and the freezer door slowly closed. Yes, that means go get out of there. And, like, I went towards the uh, laundry room door because I didn't want to see what was standing there. So I'm just shimmering my way towards the laundry room. And I'm just standing there. And I peek my head and there's nothing there. And, like, I kept shimmering over there to her microwave again. And, like, I opened up her microwave door because the lights was off. So I opened up her microwave door to, like, let some light get in. And I'm just standing there, so I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then I dip out the kitchen. And, like, I ran up the stairs. And then as soon as I ran up the stairs, my grandma comes out the door talking about, why was you downstairs? What was you doing in my kitchen? And I'm like, nothing. And she was like, what are you doing? And she was like, you better not be touching my food. I'm calling your mom. What was you doing downstairs? And I was like, nothing. I was like, and she was like, you better not be lying to me. And she went to the bathroom and she was like, watch, when I'm done, I'm going to go downstairs and see what you was messing with. I can believe she did all that. But I didn't touch anything yet, so I didn't touch anything yet, so she would have went down there and just been like, okay. I was going to go back down there and get some, but I was scared after that, so I didn't go back down there. You was dumb. <laughs> like, the same thing happened to me. I was in the freezer. I was in the freezer getting something to eat. And my thing is with the refrigerator and the freezer, because you ever watch, you know, you and I have watched The Haunting plenty of times. And, you know, when the guy is, like, in the refrigerator or we watch a horror movie and they're in the refrigerator and they close it and a person's standing there. Yeah. I have always had that phobia. I've never wanted that to happen to me. So I never open the freezer and the refrigerator at the same time. If I'm you in the what? freezer. That's crazy that you would say that. And the only time I would ever do that is if everybody was downstairs. Yeah. Like, I have never opened myself, it up at the same time. Because I, I need to be able to the, see. Because I don't like... The feeling of if I shut it, boom. Yeah, I don't something. want that. And it's so like I, a ghastly face to stand. So I always, like, if I'm in the freezer, then the refrigerator's closed. If I'm in the refrigerator, the freezer's closed. Mm-hmm. So this one particular time, I'm in the refrigerator, and you know how you bend down and you dig in the bottom of it? Mm-hmm. I think I'm pulling out lunch meat because I'm going to make me a sandwich. So I pull out all the lunch meat and whatnot. I get my I get my turkey, my, you know, all your fixings. Mm-hmm. And I shut the refrigerator, and boom, there's the shoes. Black, brown shoes. With like the uh, 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 black and brown striped um, shoelaces. That's where we seen the same thing. And I, I watched, but I didn't see him head on. I saw him like the person was leaving out of the kitchen. 
And I was like, no, I just see him standing there. No, like I, I just see him standing there. So at first, I thought it was Ivan or something. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get caught. And I, I just back up. So I'm like, if I back up, he already did gonna see me. So but he ain't say nothing then. And then as soon as the slowly the door closes. And you don't see anything. And I only saw like a little bit of light to see nothing there. And then when the refrigerator and the freezer door shut, it was just dark. So I Ooh, opened up. Better than me. So I opened up the door. The, uh, I'm trying to find the handle. So I'm like holding my hand on my chest because I thought I was having a heart attack. So I'm trying to find the handle to the microwave and I open it and you don't see anything. So like I keep backing up towards the laundry room because I thought if I walk towards the dark in the living room, someone's gonna pop out at me. So you didn't turn on any of the lights. No, cause you, I the, I opened up the freezer door when I came in the kitchen because I wasn't really scared That's of the time. That's what I be saying. I don't want to hear nothing about that. Oh, I'm scared to walk here or I'm scared to do I that. I know he wasn't Cause you a bold he, person. When he has walked completely out the back door and had to go around to the front. Now we've already told y'all stories about that backyard. Okay, and, and for was, you to do this in the middle of the night. Like 10 o'clock at night. Suppose you have did that one night and you had seen what we that line that we Man, heard. Suppose he had did that and somebody kidnapped him. Yeah, I did. He does. I did it because it was firecrackers. I don't care about no firecrackers. Like and my, you're always talking about he's scared. And my friends was out. My nothing. friends was on the porch, so I was like, okay. We lost in there. I would have been better. You would have been better off. You would have been better off opening up her window and climbing out. I, no miracle. Next. Keep it pushing. That's all miracle, I got to say. Do you have a true ghost story? No. By a real person? Okay. No, you say? No. Okay. Oh, well, yes, then we're passing on down. Well, wait, because, I mean, that is a, he's only been in six minutes. You got any more? Got any uh, more sc scary stories? I can tell him one. go back and forth. Okay, well, we're going to move on to my youngest sister, Premier. Hand it to me. Go here, Freckles' daughter. <laughs> okay, so this is the story about... Girl, you don't uh, get that bird out your voice. Shut up, she's a sweet baby. So it sounds like, it, like an so innocent baby that somebody can beat up. Shut up. So this is the story when this is the story when I when when I always sleep used to sleep with my grandma and like okay let's just get started like I always used to sleep with my grandma every time because she didn't like to be in the room by herself. Girl, so you know you yes, lied. she did. You, you didn't, didn't like, like to be in the room, room by yourself. yourself. <laughs> okay, try to put that, on, to put my that on my mom. <laughs> All my life she wanted to be in the room by herself. Yeah, I want to tell you quick. I don't want you. You don't have to sleep in here. Go on in that other room and go to bed. Okay. So that was you who wanted to sleep in there. But the first time, I'm talking about the first time she said, she said, if you want to come up, if you want to come in here, you can sleep in here. Okay, we'll go. And that's when I went downstairs to go go see what, um, I mean, went to go see what Talia or Mimi was doing or Zaria, and I went downstairs, and that's when I turned the light on, and. They was like sleeping, and that's when I went back upstairs, and that's when I just heard like I just heard somebody's coming up like behind me. Mm, and I know that to be true. I just like I just like was really scared, and I was just like I just didn't want to move or nothing. Mm. And that's when I just like ran up the stairs really quick, and that's when I ran in my room. And that's when I told her what happened, and she said, and that's when she went to the bathroom. And I was in the room by myself, and that's when like, 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 like somebody came out the um, what is it, like, it's just, it's just somebody just came. I don't know who it is until he told me his name. <laughs> and um. Well, who did he tell you he was? He said I was gonna pop up, but he didn't tell me what his name was. Hmm. And and he just like came in, and I didn't. And I said, "How do you come?" And, and I just told him, "How did you come in?" And he said, I just, "He said I just came in." And that's when I just I, I was scared at first, but until he told me, and he but until he told me, "Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of me." Um um, I will, I will always I will always take care of you, and I will always. Be here for you, and I would never let nothing happen to you. Mm. And he said, every time when you, every time when you go somewhere, I will be there too. Oh no! To make sure nothing happened. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. I would have a. That's awesome to have that type of guardian, but don't show yourself all the time. Like yeah, don't show yourself, especially not to Clyde. 
Because then it'll have to be the Lamb of God that compels you. And who and he told you he was your pop up? <coughs> I don't want to see Nathan. Okay. Back to Makai. He just gave me an air hug. Oh, he gave you an air, <laughs> air hug. <laughs> Because oh, he want to touch you because he would have not corporeal. He would you'd have went through him like Casper the not so friendly ghost. Oh, can I see the gym I have to? Is it scary? To me, it is. Okay, pass off. Who are you? My name is Miracle, and um, so recently I had like a dream. That's why I haven't wanted to be in my room sleep by myself. So that's why I always ask like Makai and Premier to sleep with me, or I would like come downstairs. It sleep downstairs. So, like, recently when I was asleep, like, it was like, because I be having voices in my head. And it be like saying, like, you're going to die soon. Um, You're um disrespectful. And stuff like that. It been telling me in my head that I'm going to die soon. I'm not going to be successful in life. And stuff like that. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. Like, that's not funny. I don't mean to <laughs> already get that I'm ignorant. I can't help it. The way she said it, it's going to be telling me like, um, you're not going to be successful. Uh, uh, you're disrespectful. You're going to die soon. And you be sitting here listening to these voices. And what do you, what do you like? What is no, your reaction? Because, no, I just like, I be saying like, I be telling my mom and stuff. I used to go to counseling for it. Mm. Oh no, Mary. I used to go to counseling you for it. Like, psychosis. Psychosis. Right. Psychosis. He just gotta be an interruption. Psychodesia. Go ahead. So, I'm sorry. And yeah, so it was like this man that was in there. He was like, so he was like telling me stuff, saying that nobody loves you. You're, yeah. you're not beautiful. That's and so, so that's why I always like say I'm not. Beautiful. And where is this person? And like in my head, I be having like different type of voices. Cause you know what that is? That's a demon of discernment. <laughs> like of destruction. Like you trying to come and break her. Because she's actually an honor roll student. Yeah. So for you to try to put in her head that she's not a success she's not gonna be a successful person. If she keeps doing what she's doing and getting the grades that she gets, oh she most certainly is going to be a successful person. And that's just a, a, like a, a spirit of discernment trying to discourage you. A negative entity. You got to watch out for that type of stuff, Miracle. Yeah. You don't pray often. That's the problem. And you ought to know better. Yeah, you because your mom's been dipped. You so, need to start praying more. No, girl. Is that it? And like, I've been, I've been telling my mom, and she was like saying she was going to keep me back in counseling, but... Every time I used to go to counseling, they just used to talk to me and nothing used to help. It, they just, like, made it worse. For, like, me going there and, and then the drama in my head, like, the voices in my head just start keep on saying it constantly. More than it been happening before I went to counseling. So I just stopped. And so that's why recently I like, like people sleeping with me and I don't like sleeping by myself. You hear this thing all the time? Like, I used to hear it all the time, but it's not, it's like coming back. That's why... I, I like, when I you ever somebody. hear that again, I want you to read the 23rd Psalm in the Bible. I'm going to just get that scripture for you because a lot of times that's how the devil or demons can creep in and start making people feel like they Next worthless. thing you know, you possess. And exactly. And like they worthless. And all you have to do, even when you get that feeling, all I'm going to suggest that you do is just call on Jesus. Say that name say three times. Else, if you don't say nothing else, just say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And he will come. Because I've had, I have had things where I've, I've heard voices and I didn't feed into it. Because I know that sometimes that's how the devil creeps in. Or yeah. that's how they can take over. Because they'll make you start feeling and you'll fall into a state of depression. Like and next that. thing you know, you're suicidal. And yeah. then you're killing yourself. And then you're in hell with them. That's so the that's gist of it. That's, that's the whole what they gist basically of it. Want. Yeah, that's the that's the gotcha. That's to what they drive want. Drive you insane to the point that you feel like you have nowhere else to go. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. And that's what they can't do. help themselves. I don't not fault them. Happy. Not yeah, happy. I don't fault them. Cause they weren't successful. And, and could have been. Probably. They was right there in the holy of holies. They gotta be dumb. But any but anywho, I digress. And moving back. Is that all that happened to you, Miracle? Mm-hmm. Okay. So far. 
So, so we're moving back. Go ahead, Kai. Give us another of your creepy tales. <laughs> uh, oh, I can tell a story. <laughs> yeah. That was too much. That wasn't hey. me. Yes, it was, Pig Snort. That was not me. That was Miracle. Oh, Damn, that was Miracle. Hey, then you gonna put it on Miracle? No, that's not. No, no, no it was like, Miracle. That first one was not me. She was like, uh, that was not me. No, I swear, was I'm pretty sure. No, it was not. Yo, I'm pretty sure it was Miracle. That first pig snort was Miracle. Stop lying. Why no, it was. Y'all are all. Uh, y'all are awful. They're going to to, they gonna comment and be like, I think it was Miracle. Yep. No, ahead, comment Makai. who you think it was. It was Makai. It was Makai, Premier, or T. Or it was definitely Miracle. It wasn't me. Go ahead. It sounded the closest to me. Give us, give us your story. Oh, I can tell the one about the the lady. You can tell. She came out my closet. <laughs> okay, so I was sleep. Well, I wasn't really sleep. I was watching TV. Before you tell and lady story, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I first I'll start out with my uh lady in red story. Now this lady, like I told you, I was a weird kid. I used to I was a, a loner for most of my young life. Uh, I'm still a loner, but I remember I recall being like maybe five or six and at the time I used to sit in my backyard and I would dig holes I was so weird like I think that stems from one of my past lives because it was something weird that I would do like I would just dig these these fire pits and I would like take rocks now these rocks are not the kind of rocks that they're not like flint and steel the kind that you could start a fire with but in my poor you know simple young mind I called myself trying to you know build a fire pit and start a fire now, I don't know how I knew that, that to do these things. I'm assuming that came from that past life. And I would just sit there for hours on end, clicking these two regular rocks together, struggling to start a fire. And on one time I was doing this, I recall a lady just stepped from behind our shed. I never saw her walk around. She just stepped from behind the shed as if she had always, you know, as if she had been waiting behind the shed like the whole time. Like basically like a door is behind the yeah. shed and she just came out. Yeah, yeah. And she just stepped out and stepped in front of me, not in front of me because she's on the upper, she's on the outside of the gate, which is like maybe six or seven feet away from me and maybe let's round it up to 10 feet away from me. And I, I look up because you know, how you, you know, when somebody's watching, you get that feeling. So I look up and she's just standing there. She's as peaceful as the day is young. And she just stares at me like she's linked up on the gate and she's a, a, a she's gotta be maybe in her. I'm going to say early 40s to uh, mid 30s, mid 30s to early 40s. And she's standing there and she's got red, a red dress on, red lipstick. She's kind of pale, but not, yes, yeah, she's not super pale, but she's pale. She's got jet black hair and it's about, stops at her, the tops of her shoulder. And she just stands there. Like she's got a peaceful smile on her face, not like a, a cheesy grin or like a big smile. Like, oh, look at me, I'm happy. It was just a regular peaceful look like she was just watching a kid and she just stood there and she would just stand there and I I, I I never recall seeing her disappear. I would always just somehow like either look back down to my rocks and look back up and she'd be gone or I'd end up going in and when I look back out there she was gone. I never saw her leave. I just she would just not be there when I look back and that was my experience with her. Now you, you go ahead and you tell them your experience. Okay, so this is my experience. I was in my room. Oh, I was in the middle room. This is when I spent the weekend over there again, and I was in the middle room watching TV. But I, I, I think I probably fell asleep because when I woke up, my uh, lights and my TV was off because I didn't like sleeping in the dark. And my grandma would turn the lights off. I hated that. She'd be like, "You running up the electricity." Mm -hmm. So she would turn the lights off, and I wake up and turn it right back on. And I'm pretty sure I fell asleep again, but this time she she just turned the light off and then left the TV on. So I'm like, okay, good. So I'm I lay back down and I'm watching TV and the closet door just creaks open. And like so like I turn the TV to like make the room dimmer so I could see better and I turn to the make TV. It brighter, oh yeah, that's what I meant. So I turn the TV to like the wall to make the uh, light from the TV go onto the wall to make it look like it was a lamp there. Yeah. So I just turned it to make it brighter. And I see and I see the same lady that my brother saw and she just walked out the closet and I'm like, what? So I just stared I just stared at her. Cause like I'm like, first of all, why are you coming out of my closet? 
<laughs> like it was like outdoor and she was just sleeping there. So she just came out the closet. She sat on the edge of my bed and was just having a full blown conversation with me. She's wearing a red dress. She was white. She had like lace, like these black high heels on. She had long black hair, kind of touched like the like her shoulders. And she just was sitting there, like she was sitting on the edge of my bed, having a full blown conversation with me. And sh she said she seen me before, even though I never seen her before. And like she was just standing there, so I'm like, okay. And she just she was like, don't be scared. I wasn't scared, but I was creeped out a little bit because you came out my closet. So I'm just sitting there, and she was like. She was like, I used to live next door. And the whole time she keeps saying that, I'm just staring at her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she thought I was scared because she kept saying, don't be scared. And I was like, okay. And I was the first word I said to her. And she was like, I've seen you before. I don't know why I didn't say where you saw me from. Because I don't remember seeing her before at all. And she just, like, she was just studying. She was just still talking to me about random stuff. Like, how was I doing? Like, how how was I doing just regular stuff about my school and stuff? I didn't say anything the whole time she was talking because I was still a little bit scared. Like, like I don't care what she was saying. I thought she was going to hurt me or something. So I'm just sitting there staring at her. And she was like, okay, I have to go now. And she just walked dead back in my closet. And that's what I get. I, I roll on the floor and, like, army crawl towards the light. And I flick it on. And I kick my closet door. And I slide open, and she's not even in there. And I ran, I run into my grandma's room and tell her, and she probably like, oh, you probably had a dream, and you probably just woke up, and think you probably sleepwalking. And she was like, go back in there, you're not sleeping in my room, go back in your room and go to sleep. I was like, I'm scared. And she was like, I don't, and she was like, no, you're not sleeping in my room. I slept in there anyway, because. She probably didn't <laughs> want you to sleep in her room, because, you know, you were a wet baby. So people don't tend to like piss. Whatever. What? Is that it? You don't yeah. have any more stories? No, not really. You don't have any more? What about the, uh... Nah, I think that's it Talking. That was yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't really have that many stories. I've had more than that. I, 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 I just... It... As I got older, they got like they they got they gotten so fuzzy. I'm pretty sure it's a thousand and one things that have happened to me in that house, but a lot, majority of them are fuzzy, and it's like I can't actually say for sure if I'm if I'm putting you know false memories into the pure memory. Uh huh. But I recall, I think I, I had an experience with um. Of the park that's right you remember well you don't remember but you you know the spooky part the one that's around the corner no the one that's right next to the house okay yeah that little area back there yeah where it's well, like when i was a child they used to have a slide back there they had swings a jungle gym I'm not a, is that is that what that's called mommy a jungle gym where you can swing across it monkey yeah bars. the monkey bars they have monkey bars yeah they had monkey bars and they had a, a, a seesaw. They had that little, those two little toys that you could hop on and it, it, it rides you back and forth on like a spring. Okay. So they had all of that back there. And I recall one time I was on the, um, I was on one of the swings and the swing next to me just started swinging. Oh. And somebody had sat down on it and started swinging with me and I left the park after that, and I really stopped going back in there by myself. I never really liked that park anyway, because when I used to sit on the swing, it felt like somebody was behind me watching me. Or if I sat on the other swings that was on the, like that was right next to those swings, they had two sets. They had four sets of swings, not four. They had two. It was two swings on this side and two swings on another side. Now on one side, your back is exposed. On either swing, your back is exposed. Oh my God! So on this exposed. one, my back would be exposed to like. The um, the land that's over there near what I told you I think is used to be a plantation. Okay. So my back would be exposed to that, and that was uncomfortable. It felt like somebody was watching me. On the other swing, my back was exposed to like nothing but trees, and I would always feel like somebody was going to grab me and pull me up into the trees. So I didn't want to sit there either. It just, it was creepy all around. It was just um, a a a a watched a watched feeling. I never liked that feeling. I, you know what I really want to hear, and what I'm sure 
a few of our listeners would like to hear since we're only 24 minutes in. Freckles. Freckles. Tiki. Oh, no, no, no. I would like, as I'm sure our listeners would, to hear more about your experiences at Woodstock, at Woodstock Job Corps. Right now? Yeah. Because the kids are done telling their part, and I'd really like to hear some of those stories from Woodstock Job Corps. Now, if nobody knows, Woodstock Job Corps is in Woodstock, Maryland. And the Job Corps Center that my mother attended is also the filming site for the greatest horror movie of all time. The Exorcist. Okay. Come on, Freckles. Okay. What's that tea? That ghostly tea. Okay. So, I'll start this story off from when I was in Job Corps. Um, like I said, I had told the story about when the Shadow Man was my, well, my experience with the Shadow Man with my okay. friend Monty. Um, but this is another experience I had when I was there um, for about, I believe I was there for maybe like a year and a half. Um, the first few weeks that I got there, everything seemed to be fine. But then they started to tell these stories about how part of the exorcist was filmed there and that the grounds was haunted. Um, I never really paid to no attention, but... I remember I used to be on the fourth floor and I would always look out my window facing the basketball court because it was out my window. If I looked out my window, you could see the, the basketball courts and you could see the little store and stuff. And this one particular day, I just happened to be looking out there and I see like this figure, like it was just this dark shadow figure with like this monk outfit on. And I'm thinking... What is that? And I'm not really trying to make it too obvious that I'm looking. So I like bit, I like bend down a little bit. All of a sudden, it just seemed like the person, the monk or whatever, just put all his attention on me. So it was almost like he looked up, saw that I was looking at him, and then proceeded to like just stand, just watch me. So I just remember shutting the curtain and laying back down like nah I'm tripping I'm tripping and then it was just like things started to happen in my room that the radio would play off and on the lights would go off and on you would you would look um you know how a room is dark pitch dark and if somebody's walking down you could like you can't see them but if the light is on you can see their like foot they're like shadow from their feet in the hall in the hall if you look underneath it because the light is on and you'll see somebody walking by because it'll get that dark spot yeah so it was one time i'm just sitting there laying in the bed and i had to go to the bathroom so bad so i'm thinking about like when i'm going to finally get up and go to the bathroom and i see like these feet prints because it's light out in the hallway just walking back and forth walking back and forth almost like not because the hall was long so it wasn't as if they were walking back and forth to go down a long hall it was like almost like they were pacing in front of my door going back and forth back and forth back and forth and mind you the radio had started to play um i had got a whole uneasy feeling and i just remember jumping up because i'm thinking if something is going to happen there's too many girls too many people on this floor for my screams to just go unnoticed so, as I open the door, and mind you, when I'm in the when I'm standing up out of my bed, I go and I'm still looking underneath the door, so the light is on, and I'm just like, "Well, who is this?" So I'm figuring if I get there in time, I'll be able to open the door and see just who it is walking back and forth in front of my door. So uh, I get up and I open that door, and lo and behold, it's nothing there, nothing there at all. So I'm just like, "What the?" What was that? Like, I'm terrified now. So I just run back, jump in my bed, and go to sleep. And that started to happen, like, the first couple weeks. And then that's when they told me, well, you know that The Exorcist was filmed here and a part of the scene where, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Linda Blair. Linda Blair, when part of her scene 
when she did the bedroom scene was filmed in one of the rooms. So I'm just like, what? And it happened to be a room that I actually was cool with one of the females in there. And I would sleep in that very room. And I just, I remember the first time I stayed the night in her room. And I think I was the only one up at that time. And I was just like, why is it this feeling where I of dread? I hate that feeling when something is dreadful. And I felt this fear of dread, like this thing of dread just come about, uh, come over me. And I was just like, I got to get out of this room. And I remember getting up, taking my covers and actually trying to open the door. And the door wasn't as if it was as if the door was locked from the outside. Oh. And I'm just trying to pull the door, pull the door, pull the door. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, the more frantic you get, the, the, the more it really becomes and you get scared and more. So I'm by this time, I'm like, let me out, let me out. So I wish I'm, she's waking up, my friend, what is going on? I was just like, I don't feel comfortable in this room. Like, I got to get out of this room. She begged me not to get out that room that night. And I said, no, I got to get out of here. And I left. I left. She didn't because she was used to it. That was her bedroom. It wasn't mine. I didn't have to be, I didn't have to put up with that. So I'm moving on to another experience. And this was by far the most terrifying for me so me um i can't even remember these people's name i just remember it being me one another female and two guys we decided we were going to just skip school that day skip classes no Monty wasn't one of them i can't remember the girl's name i believe it was tina and somebody else so i'm gonna just i'm gonna just say it was tina fred and mark so me, Tina, Fred, and Mark went decided to skip class that day, and I've always wanted to hear about we because we went into the woods of Woodstock because it's surrounded by woods. I guess that's why they call it Woodstock. And I had heard stories of it's a lagoon, and like deep in the woods, it's a lagoon. Um, am I saying it right? That's the word, a lagoon. And so. I heard that I heard many different stories of how the lagoon was haunted because a boy um, was there on a dare. He lost his life on a dare because he had to either jump in the lagoon or something happened where his boots had weighed him down. The, he was in the brick trade, you know, and when you in, when you in the hard trade, because I was in Jalpur as well, not Woodstock, but when you in the hard trade, you got to wear those uh, those, those work boots. boots. Yes, yeah, yeah. steel toe boots. So the story was he had went out there with a couple friends. They were drinking or whatever, and they had dared him to jump in with his boots on. And I think they said that he he did okay at first. He was swimming at the top, and then all of a sudden he just went down and never came back up. So he basically drowned, and, and they said that ever since then, that area was haunted. So I was intrigued because, you know, like I said, I have had my experiences. So I was like, okay, I want to find this. I want to see what it looks like. I, I I heard it's a beautiful lagoon. I really did. And I'm thinking, okay, I want to see it for myself. So we decided to skip classes that day. We um we started walking because it's deep in the woods. Because like I said, the job core is surrounded by woods. Mm. So it's it's really deep, like ongoing woods. Yeah. So we went deep into the woods, and I'm thinking, when are we ever going to get there? And we finally get here. And I look at this place, and it almost looks like a, a fairy tale enchanted forest. That's the only way I can explain it. Right. Like an enchanted forest. And I'm just looking at this 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 pit, because that's what it looked like. It just looked like a big pothole, like a real big pothole filled with all this beautiful blue water. And I was like, who wouldn't be, who wouldn't be tempted to just jump in it? Because it's really pretty. So we were just looking and we were just we were just there talking about the ghost story. And I was like, well, let's go somewhere and eat because we had bought food. So we had went and to put our blankets down to start eating. So we were eating our lunches and something we heard like rustling. And I'm like, what's that noise? It sounded like at first it just sounded like feet. But then we, as we stood up, because we were like, oh, my God, we're going to get caught. 
they done found us. Oh my, we went through, we about to get suspended or something. So we got up, and all of a sudden, it just it that the whole atmosphere changed. The whole the whole the whole thing just the the weather it started to pick up like windy, and then you could hear like these feet like galloping almost like a horse like a horse is galloping and i'm like oh my god what the world is that and, and we don't see no horses mind you and it's no horses around that job corps so we just we just start running that's our first instinct is to run and as we're running we can hear them it sounded like it, it, then it became like a whole group of horses and it was like there they go let's get them and we just Oh my gosh, we just took off. We start hauling it out of there and we're running as fast as we can. And it just seemed like it seems like we were so scared to look back. But you know me, like I said, I have to see what's going on. So I'm just looking back running. And then I don't see nothing. And I'm just like, I don't see nothing. Why are we running? Why are we running? I'm not seeing nothing. But you could hear it clear as day. And it sounded like they were on your tail. Like it's a horse. So you know you can't outrun no horse. So it's just like you running, 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 trying to get away from this horse. And we get to the edge of the place and they're still chasing us. We get to the edge of the woods where when you actually go out of that wooded area, you'll start seeing like the steps, the auditorium, because the auditorium was on the outside of the job course center. So you'll see that first. You'll see the steps in the auditorium. So we can see that we're getting closer. So we're running and these horses are still on our trail so that we... We get there and I turn around because now I'm expecting for when we stop because we're right there at the edge. I'm thinking somebody's going to take a machete and just chop my head off real quick. But when we turn completely around, there is nothing. Nothing. And it was me who was so like, no, we got to have to see some some shoe prints or something, some horse prints. Nothing. Nothing. And I was done with Job Corps after that. I never wanted to, like, be by myself. Like, that Job Corps after that gave me a totally different feeling. I never wanted to be by myself. I never wanted to be alone. Um, I just really wanted to go home. I, and I started to do a lot of things so I could get sent home. Like, I didn't even want a GED after that. I didn't want a trade. I didn't want anything but to go home. Because it just became terrifying. It just seemed like ever since that time... And the time with the girl and the noises in my room and the radio going off and on. Every single time I step foot on the floor on Columbia, if anybody's ever been to Job Corps Woodstock in, Boston, in um, Woodstock, Maryland, my floor was Columbia. And ever since, I, like ever, ever since that, that incident and the things else that was happening, I was always scared to like go on my floor, be in my room by myself. It was just like really, really creepy. It was like a dark feeling, like a void. That's, that's... Tell us about the banging. The who? The banging story. From the, the part where the girl and her boyfriend died or whatever. Where the girl was playing with the Ouija board and caught fire. Oh, well, this is a story. Who? The girl, she got trapped in the fire. Oh. So, yeah, it was what, well... It was another story of a girl. We had heard, like me and my friend, we were there for like a good month. And they started telling the story of why the other part of the Columbia floor was closed off. Because it was like a door that wouldn't open. It was sealed off. And they was talking about how it was sealed off because it was a fire. It was a fire there. And the the girl and the boy was trapped because they had skipped class and I guess decided to make out or whatever. And I don't know how the fire started, but they ended up being trapped in between the two doors because back when it used to be open inside, like when you go into the kitchen area, um, you could open that door and then you could walk down the hall and it leads you to uh, friendship, which is another dorm area. And you could open that door and get into friendship. So it was like a space, like a, like a space between the two doors. So, but each side of the door was locked. So nobody could ever go in between that hall because it was burnt and it was set. It was closed off. So me and my friend was back there one late night watching TV and we were just sitting there watching this movie and all of a sudden, it just got real eerie. And it's a feeling I could, I've always been able to tell when some eerie stuff is about to go down because it becomes real, like, dreary and dark. And I'm just sitting there. We're sitting there, and we hear banging. First, it starts off like somebody's knocking. 
And we're like, well, who could be knocking if the other part is sealed off? Nobody could even be in there because two of the both of the doors were sealed off. So we were just like, yo, <laughs> what was that? We start looking at each other and we turn the TV down and it seemed like the, the banging got louder. And all of a sudden it was like, bang, 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 bang. And I mean, we jumped up. We jumped up and we ran out of there as fast as lightning. And it was no, it was no explanation because like I said, that door on Columbia leads, if you go through that door, it's, it's always sealed. It's sealed shut. But if you, if it was to be open, it's like another path leading to the, to the corridor. It was long, you know what I'm saying? Leading to the other part of the job court, to the other part of the, the girl's dorm called Friendship. But both sides, like our door and their door, was always sealed. So it was like basically a whole long hall and space. So basically there's no way that anybody could have been in there with both sides being sealed is what I'm saying. And just I whew, that gave me the creeps just telling that story because I just remember being so scared. Being so scared. And I just we just remember running, just running. And then it was Another story that I was told to by a friend, her name was Dee Dee. I remember Dee Dee telling this story about how she was once possessed. And I don't know nobody that would really make up a story like that. So I really do believe that what she was saying was the truth because she was saying how they were in the back room in her room that she stayed in playing with the Ouija board. And they said that one of her friends started to talk and the voice that she started to sound sounded like Dee Dee's dad. And mind you, Dee Dee's dad has been had been dead for like 10, 20 years. And the girl started sounding just like him and then started calling Dee Dee nicknames that he only called her. So it was only things that she and him would know her and him would know about. My God. So it was just like she started crying and telling the girl, um, I remember her name. What's her name? Alexandria. Yeah, Alexandria was like she was scared. So Didi was telling Alexandria, "Stop, stop, stop! What are you doing? Why are you acting like that?" And she said she remembered tossing the Ouija board, like flipping it, because she didn't want to hear no more. So she was trying to stop it. And she said after that, Alexandria started to be really weird. Like she would do really weird things. Like she would walk past her smiling, like this devilish smile. Slap the shit out of her. Or she'd walk by and giggle, like this little baby giggle. Please, my like, okay, you start to make you start to girl, you giving me the you giving me chills all over my body and I want you or her or whoever to just stop. How many more minutes we got left on this segment? Because these people gotta know that I am terrified. <laughs> like it's really bringing water to my eyes. It's cause that's too much. That's why when I went to go apply for Job Corps and that lady looked me in my face and said, which one do you want to go to? And she read down the list. As soon as the lip, her lips formed the word Woodstock, I said, you can try again. <laughs> keep trying. Because I'll be damned if I, no, not after what I heard. I'm not built for that type of stuff. Oh, that I, can't I, happen to like, me. Said, like, then when, like, imagine how I felt when th- this was the story that was told to me, but then Alexandria was still there, and so was Didi. So it was like, but it was like a year later. It don't even matter. Did you I ever felt see so. The girl, Alexandria? Yeah, Ale- that's what I'm saying. Alexandria Did was still there, me? but she seemed normal when I knew her. But this was a story they said that happened like a year prior to me coming there. Oh snap! So, so she had already changed. Yeah, so she had already, normal. I guess, got back to normal. But um, she had. And then they said that this one particular night, they said it was raining and you could hear like her screams, Alexandria's screams. So everybody had ran out to see what, what where the screams was coming from. This girl, mind you, had climbed all the way up to the water tower. What? Now, you know what water towers look like, the yes. wooden water towers. Yes, yeah. the old kind? Yes, the old kind. broke her damn neck. Yes, and she's way at the top, way at the top of the water Sorry. tower, screaming down. So she, because she didn't realize how she had got up there. Oh my! She God. don't. She didn't even realize she was up there until it was like she's looking down and seeing nothing but death. My God, you should not have played around with no Ouija board in a place that was already haunted, especially not a place that they already filmed The Exorcist. Like that's no, that's not good. That's not good. But you know who? Uh, whenever you tell me this story, you know who my favorite character in any of these stories are. Who? The girl who lived back there 
but bumped her gospel music. She is my all-time hero. Oh. Because she she said, you're not going to intimidate me. Yes, it was a girl. And it was, now mind you, remember I told you, like, like I told you, like, back where the fire was, it was a kitchen. And you're hot. I'm, I'm cold, girl. When I tell you the chills hit me. Because you just turned the heat on. That, and uh. she started to make. I could imagine this girl walking past her with these childish giggles. I would have slapped the fire out of her. Like, out of the, the taste out of her mouth. Who up? Oh. I would have slapped poison out of her ass. I'm telling you. If you don't stop that weird stuff, my daddy died. You going to stay here and mock my father? I'm going to beat you up just off GP. <laughs> well, no. She just, she just, um, like I said, it was that part that was closed off. It was a girl named Tramikia. She was like the, the team leader. That is a worst. Th th that's another thing that I always loved about her. She carried the ghettoest name but loved her education. Because I ain't that desperate. Yeah, she was there for all four years, and she was going for college, too. She said, you ain't going to run me out of here. I need this education. This is for yeah, my Yeah, she ended up going to college from there, but still living in that dorm area and became uh -huh. a team leader and all that. She might work there now. because She, she probably do work there. She, she seemed like she, like she never wanted to give it up. I don't know. If she like, but, she, but the thing about her was, it was like her aura was just evil. Like, that's what you thought. That's how she, I, I don't know if it was a defense mechanism with her. Probably, because I knew a girl like that in job course. She just always had her nose up, but once you talked to her and really got to know her, she was the sweetest thing. Uh-huh, and, and it was just like, but I could never understand how she could sleep back there. Because it was it was so many separations. Okay, because like I said, the long hall, when you go into the hall, it's nothing but room door, door room, uh, well, dorms. Was her room a one-bedroom? Yeah. So she was an honor student, because we had those type of rooms. She was in an honor room. Okay, but not not being in that kitchen next to that to okay, next to that, that no next to that locked door that the fire was in. The stories that Tramikia got because you ain't telling me she don't got no stories. Because actually, if you came out, if I came out of my room, I walk down a long hall, go through another door which leads to the kitchen. Right. That door that leads to the kitchen is like the room, the 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 family. Well, I'm not the family room. The room with the TV. The microwave, the right. sink and stuff, the refrigerator where you can put your food in and heat your stuff up that you yeah, buy at the store yeah. or whatever. That's what that room was. And that's the common room where we would meet for like um, when they do attendance, yeah. we'd all meet in that room. So that's basically like the common room. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she had a room inside the common room. And then if, you, if you're in that room, the next door would either be her bedroom or be the door that was sealed off from the fire. Mm -hmm. So basically, when everybody is out the common room, she's the only one back there. Bold. Bold. But I don't know. It's just her aura to me was just so, like, I got nothing but evilness and meanness from her. But it wasn't until um, we had started a gospel choir and I had wanted to join the gospel choir. And I actually, you had to try out for the gospel choir. So I had to sing. So I had to sing by myself. And... She had eventually, I think she had been walking by or something, and she had came up to me later, and that was the first time I was actually shocked because she's the type that you would speak to, and she'd just look at you like with her nose turned up. Like she was just, she, the way she acted was as she was better than everybody there. She was. But still, you don't have to carry yourself like that. But um, especially when people are being nice to you. Like, they're speaking yeah, to you. Yeah, and that's what, like, I was speaking to her. Like, I would speak to her all the time. Almost like I wanted her acceptance. And she would just be, like, nose all turned up. Like, um, like I don't deal with you. I don't know you. I don't want to mess with nobody who just started. Like, I'm above all of y'all. I'm going to college from here. That's how she was, like, hold. that's how she acted. But it wasn't until she actually heard me sing. And she was just, like, I heard you singing. I didn't know you could sing. Her whole everything, I looked at her like she had four heads. Because I'm thinking, this is the same girl that walks around evil face, nose turned up, like she can't stand the world. But she was, after that, she was the sweetest person. And I had actually, once me and her got cool, asked her, how could you sleep back here? And she was telling me, she don't pay that no attention. She don't feed into that. She sits back there and she listens to her gospel music. Because anytime that she was cleaning her room, she had all the doors open, cleaning her room, listening to her gospel music. So I, I, she told me that she's heard things, but she didn't feed into it because that's just something that she's not going to do. She's not going to give it that power. And I just said, wow, you have got to be the bravest person I know to even want to sleep back here. And she said, yeah. That's what I do. And so after that, me and her became cool. And she would tell me different stories of things that she heard. 
like the one story where the girl died from an asthma attack and this is another story no this story that I'm about to tell you right now is a story that I found out later years later after I left Job Corps this um particular girl I knew I can't remember her name but she had real bad asthma she had real bad asthma and I remember when I was in Job Corps she was sick then like she would just have asthma. She was like kind of heavy set, and she would always breathe like this heavy. Breathe. You know how like Yomo breathes sometimes. Yeah. When people can't really breathe and they. Well, well our listeners don't know how Yomo breathes. Oh uh, well, you know, heavy, like a heavy, like when they breathe and it's just heavy. You can hear it. It's just like almost snorish. Yeah. Like that, and she would breathe like that sometimes, and I just remember her um. Being that way, and. When I left Job Corps, I didn't really check up on Job Corps no more. It was like years and years and years later. I would hear different stories about it because I would always look it up with Stock Job Corps hauntings to see if it's any similar to the ones that I experienced. And it was like most recently, maybe about a year ago, I was listening. I was reading another story of a girl that had asthma there. And the year that they said was the same year that I had left. So, and the, and the, and the girl was who... the it was the same girl that I knew when I was there, but they said that she had actually had an asthma attack on campus and ended up passing away. And they said that certain times you could hear her wheezing, like gasping for air on that same floor. Yeah, that's like that's like the recent most recent one that I've heard about the girl, the asthma attack, the asthma ghost. And she'd just be breathing heavy and you could hear her gasping for air and basically losing her life. Like that that whole scene would just replay all the time. They never said she haunted it like they didn't like actually see her. They just said they would always hear her, like hear her and the gasping for air and stuff like that. So that was my job core, Woodstock Job Corps experiences. And I don't know, does anybody else have anything to talk about? Before we shut this down. Yeah. So, like I said, if there's anybody out there that has any experiences of their own that they'd like to share, feel free to leave a message, comment. Let us know if you liked our show. Let us know what we can do to improve it. And we're off for now. We'll be back later with more stories from Tiki and Walter. Mm -hmm. This is True Ghost Stories by Real People. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.